I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Thursday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Another postponed game, this time against Louisville. Leaves a little extra time for Sidibe to get ready for Clemson. Uh, this Saturday at 2 p.m. That's one good thing we can take out of this. We'll let you know what we think about that. But first, a little football news, and then we got some other things to talk about before we get into Clemson. One thing I would like to say, though, is I am—I don't believe in jinxing things, but hmm. sometimes I say things, and uh, then things happen. Things like maybe, you know, what kind of idiot says, you know, we've been doing really good— with the COVID stuff, I haven't been a ton of postponed games here lately, and Syracuse is in the clear. I feel really good about this. Like, what kind of idiot says that right before a game? You know? <coughs> I mean... Uh, you. So, anyway, uh, that's horrible. It sucks. It sucks. So, uh, you know... Got the postponed game, another one to make up. Hopefully we can do that. Maybe we'll get into a little bit of that as well as we discuss some of the other things going on. But first, before we get into everything here, I want to tell you about the title sponsor for this show and Armchair Media, and that is Bet Online. You guys know this. The Super Bowl is here, and the NBA is in full swing. You might not be able to get to the game or any of the other games, but you can still get in on all of the action at Bet Online. Will the Chiefs go back to back? Can Tom Brady claim ring number seven? Bet Online has all the action you need for the big game, plus hundreds of props to let uh, to keep you the whole to keep you uh, easy for me to say. They have. Hundreds of prop bets to keep the whole game entertaining. That's what I meant to say the first mm. time and the second time. Bet online's going the extra, like. Bet online's going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over 
to Bet Online today. Use the promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, Bet Online. Okay, some. Some a couple interesting things yesterday, Joe. Uh, Jacob Bradford, uh, Mike McAllister, writing for Syracuse SI, says Syracuse picked up a significant addition to the roster when class of 2021 junior college offensive lineman Jacob Bradford signed with the Orange over Virginia Tech on Wednesday, which is huge. Uh, Bradford, 6'5", 300 pounds offensive lineman from Iowa Western and can play tackle as well as guard. He brings needed maturity and experience to the offensive line uh, that will provide significant significant depth because of his versatility, uh, notes Mike McAllister. So he is the sixth offensive lineman. lineman. He's the 20th player to sign. He's going to join Enrique Cruz, Kalen Ellis, Tyler Magnuson, Austin Cahey, and Wes Ho on that in that squad. So um, a good pickup, Joe, obviously. I mean, you know, yeah. Jenny Tech was after him, so they lose out. We win. Yeah, well, and usually when you get a junior college transfer, you assume that they're in kind of a better place as far as ready to help. And uh, he chose us over Virginia Tech. And, you know, we're getting every guy back on the offensive line from last year. And on top of that, we uh, have Chris Bleich, who's going to be ready for this year, too. So obviously, uh, coaching staff is looking to basically make the offensive line not the reason why our offense isn't good. A little so, bit of a more focus on that yeah. end. Well, it's hard It's hard to judge the players behind the line when the line isn't good, if that makes sense, right? Oh, it makes complete sense, sure. Right. So, again, hopefully this year um, we still need to figure out who our offensive line coach is going to be because obviously Mike Cavanaugh leaving and everything, but um, nonetheless, we definitely bolstered that that depth chart and and that position room, and hopefully, you know, the competition breeds success, and we get a, a combination out there that can help whoever's under center next year. Yeah, Chase Simmons, he de- decommitted from Coastal Carolina, he elected not to sign. Whatever, however, you want to put it. Um, he ended up signing with Syracuse yesterday. Simmons, 6'4", 240-pound defensive end. Mike McAllister notes his length and quickness. Make him great for the defense, the three three five defense. So, another pickup there. We're still waiting on Jalen. Some, Here's some news from Jalen Moss. Joe, uh, you, yeah. you you were on Twitter. Uh, at Turf on Fire must have screenshotted something looked like from Instagram with... Um, Tommy DeVito and looked like Jarvion Howard working out. So Jarvion Howard decked out in his Q skier and everything. So um, uh, that's a good sign. Yeah, it's a good sign, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's Jalen Moss. I'm not hearing anything about him, especially after they were, you know, obviously speculating that he was ready to sign. Uh, you start to wonder if it's a an eligibility thing as far as academics, or because I didn't really see anything about him getting flipped or signing anywhere else right so i think right now that's probably most likely what we're looking at um and as far as uh chase simmons is is goes that could be a guy that uh they could see as athletic enough to possibly move to one of those outside linebackers that come just that comes down in a you know plays defensive end and uh rushes the quarterback so don't know what we got in store for him but he looks versatile he looks like he's got some good size there, good athleticism. So um, it's a good flip. 
something I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting either one of those two, to be perfectly honest with you. So um, I was really just expecting, obviously, Garrett Schrader to make it um, 100% that he was there by signing, but also um, Jalen Moss. That's what I expected. And I got pretty much the exact opposite, which might be good, might be bad. but I mean, it is what it is, right? It's out of your control. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple good signs there, you know, just got to work on some of the coaching stuff. I think it's a good sign, obviously, that they do pick up a Jacob, Jacob Bradford, not choosing Virginia Tech, even without an offensive line coach. So th- that's got to say something. I mean, you know, he's obviously gone before he decided to make that decision. So, you know, um, right. s- sticking with the college football theme, we saw Tuesday that uh, EA Sports, they tweeted, um, breaking, EA Sports is rebooting its college football series for next generation consoles. The announcement ends the hiatus of the game that has taken. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Uh, That has taken since then Michigan quarterback Denard Robertson appeared on the cover of the uh, the NCAA football 14. I have 13. Uh, I bought a PlayStation 3. To continue playing these games after mine died. Actually, my wife got me one for my birthday. And Mm -hmm. all I play is, because that's how I play. I play NCAA 13 and I play uh, college football 2010, which is when they stopped that, believe it or not. You Uh, mean college basketball? What did I say? College football again? Yeah. Yeah, college Mm -hmm. basketball 2010. So those are both great games. Yeah, I don't Uh don't play that one. I got 13. I got the... The Heisman edition, the RG3. That's the one I got. Because if you go on, even if you try to buy 14 to get the upgraded version, dude, they want like 100 bucks for that. Some people are asking $150 for that game. And you mm-hmm. can't find it in GameStop. It's, it's not to be found. So... Uh, I mean, that's good. Uh, next generation consoles. What do you uh, mean? Uh, GameStop with all those stocks up? They can't afford it? They ain't got it, bro. They ain't oh, got it. Those man. stocks crashed, by the way. That's over. I know. 
Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm excited about that. I love that. Those are the, like I said, I play those games and I play NASCAR. And so they're going to come out for the PS five and whatever the new Xbox is. No one really cares about Xbox. Uh, but no oh, Lord, <laughs> Hey, I'm a PlayStation guy. So my son has a PlayStation five. I, he's had it no. since he's had no, it. Hopefully since. it comes out for PlayStation four. It's not going to They're next generation consoles. It's not going to. Yeah, unfortunately. No. Yeah, that's too bad. No, wait and see. Maybe I'll be ready to well, buy a PlayStation Five by the time that game comes out. You will. You will. So you, you got to figure it's going to. You posted be- it. Didn't didn't somebody give us a buy sell hold on that? Yes, we do. We have. We actually have a buy sell hold from top fan David on Facebook. He says buy sell or hold. Uh, this is the beginning of college athletes being paid. So, here's my take, Joe. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna split hairs on this one, okay? Because I think we need to narrow it down. If we're talking about college athletes being paid by schools, I'm selling all day because I don't think it's gonna happen. But if we're talking about the NCAA allowing these kids to um, get money off of endorsements or what what have you or anything like that, I would absolutely buy that. So, okay, that's where I stand. I just don't. What do you think? Uh, see, what I think is, is I saw that they were going to name it EA Sports College Football. Oh, okay. Well, I so didn't that see tells that. me pretty much everything I need to know. Uh, they got sued. They stopped making the game, and they paid or they settled or whatever, and they pretty much figured out with their lawyers what they had to do to make it to where they will not get sued. And also not have to pay people for name and likeness. So, so what do they do as far as the schools go? I think, well, that's the next step, right? That would yeah. be the next thing. But but the last thing was just player and likeness. It was the fact that you could go on a year's, like, 2013 or whatever, you can go on there and you could tell by the numbers and by just how good people were that the NCAA, like EA Sports, they kind of – Without having people, players' names, they were they had the players in there, and now I just think it's just going to be completely random. Yeah, I, I mean, it's think... mostly random. It was mostly random. Like, I mean, after you started like a dynasty or something like that, then yes. But when you like originally had that year's game, if you go to your team, you're like, oh, that's Mellow, that's GMAC, that's this, that's yeah. that. Like, I remember they had the numbers. They had sort of like players that kind of looked a little bit and they were their stats and everything yeah, were, except for i mean you could tell who this except for andy routens his was his was awful in 2010 oh. if you remember that i don't but remember. the other guys but were just really saying, good but you could tell who was who if you yeah, were for playing the most part. For, with your team right yeah. so and that's just going to be something that i think is just going to be completely off the table i don't think that it's going to be a situation i just think it's going to be random well, I'll tell I you what. They're going to they're make it to where it's not going to be a particular player. If it's that's fine on the player end, because they'll they'll still be able to and they will uh, do put the skill set there. I think all the skill set and the uh, the ranking for the overall team, I think that'll be there. But oh yeah, if 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 they're going to 
if they're going to, you know, not mimic stadiums or places like that exactly, or there's going to be an issue with that or the school stuff, then I don't, I mean, yeah. I, it, that. Well, then who knows? But that would be the next step. But the right. last one was the players, you know? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as long, I think it's basically that as long as you can't go in and say, oh, that's me. You know, if you change. Right. Numbers, you change a little bit of stats here and there. You have to change oh, this numbers. Person was put a left a, guard, but yeah. now we're going to put it to a right guard. So now, you know what I mean? Like, it would all even out in the wash. But that's kind of what I think about it. Um, the fact that they didn't use NCAA told me a lot there. Well, I didn't realize that. Oh, I thought you were privy. No, I, I'm, I obviously was not. But I, um, I also didn't notice when it was coming out. So I looked, and there's really no. Yeah, there's no, no date. There's no timeline for it. So I mean, right. we're just trying to get us all hyped up. That sucks because it probably won't come out next year. You got to think about it. Yeah, it's like let's get your wallets out. Let's sell Some these consoles. Money, man. Let's uh, you know they just be able to... they just sold Joe a PS5, so he's ready. <laughs> he's ready. Most likely. <laughs> right. So all right. Um, so there's been there's been some rumorage about. Opting out of the conference tourney. Some coaches are talking about it. There was an opinion piece in US to USA Today about it. It's not – I haven't seen it on any of the Syracuse Orange pages, blogs, or anything like that, but I did see it at USA Today. So um, basically what they're saying is is teams who are a shoe-in for the tournament that their coaches can opt them out of their conference tournament to get that extra week of – you know, what do you want? What do you call it? What do we call it? Practice. Pra- practice. Well, well, practice as well as quarantine, right? You want to keep them in rest, keep yeah. them in their, keep them in their little bubble with each other. You get that extra right. week because obviously if you test positive, you can't go to Indy and be in the tournament because it's a bubble. They're not calling it a bubble, but it's a bubble. Okay. I don't know why. Well, it's an in-state bubble. Whatever. Sure. Okay. True. But it's still. You go to a location, you stay there until you get knocked right. out. Uh, really, the other part of it, Sean, is is that I think these teams in these schools, they think, well, if I go to, again, a tournament, right? So what, Greensboro or wherever the ACC tournament's going to be, now you're bringing yourself into where you can come into more contact with different teams. And yeah, that just, to some people, people, thinks that it furthers the risks. So they think that, okay, I'm in the tournament. Well, I'm just going to keep my team home. And we're going to get in anyway, and we'll just quarantine, be safe, and make sure that we got players uh, available and ready for the tournament. Yeah, which is great for teams that are shooing. And, you know, maybe some would say that they deserve that, but also it screws a lot of uh, the little guys a little bit, which, look, <clears throat> here's the thing. This is what I think, okay? And if, in, in, like we were talking earlier, if you're going to do this and you set this season up and you do this, okay, the first thing is this. There was an article at Syracuse.com about, about um, rescheduling the, the makeup games, okay? And they're, they're like, Syracuse.com was basically said, well, it's not going to happen or it's whatever. It was, very neg- it was a very negative thing. And, you know, they asked the ACC commissioner or whatever about it. And he's like, we'll do, you know, nothing's off the table, basically. But he wasn't specific. So, I mean, we got, we're got we not getting any answers there. Right. So, so, 
when the NCAA decided to do the season, like obviously, okay, last year when this started, no one really knew what was going to happen. And we just stopped everything. Everything stopped and, you know, no one played anything and everything was shut off. And toilet paper was off the shelves and now they still limit you at Costco. But besides that, when we came back and we decided we're going to play football and we did the football thing, and now we decided we're going to play basketball, they should have had some kind of game plan in there. They knew games were going to be postponed. So there should be a buffer in my opinion, to avoid all of these issues, and I don't know if it can still be done or not, but it seems to me like it could be done, to have a buffer at the end of the regular season before the conference tournaments, at the end of the conference tournaments before the NCAA tournament. Like, you can stretch this thing a little bit to make sure everybody can play, and if we can't get to that point, then the NCAA has failed to plan this thing and failed miserably on a basic premise that you are not going to get all these games in during the regular season and we are going to have to hit bumps in the road and we are going to have to we are going to have to reschedule some of these games i mean i don't know how else you at the last month of the season how you think we're going to reschedule games other than at the end of the season right right and we have how many we have 3 mm-hmm. you're not sure how many yeah, games i think 3 it's 3 right cuz we made up we made up unc we still got wake forest we got clemson forest state Oh, I'm sorry. Wake Forest, Florida State, and Louisville. Correct? Is that right? I believe that's right. Okay. There might be another one. Okay. Well, I'm not sure, but I think it's three. So, to make those games up, takes it does. Notre Dame, it, Wake Forest, Florida State. But we. Clemson. Okay. Louisville. All right. Well, all right. So, let's say it's four games. Yeah. Okay. So, four games is going to take at least, at least two weeks. To make up a week and a half. It's about 10, 11 days. Is that fair? Right. Yeah. So, so, you know, you have to have that buffer and then you have to have, you know, then you do the ACC tournament. I think you treat the ACC tournament like the regular season, but you have to have that buffer to make up those games from the regular season. But from the ACC tournament, once that ends to the beginning of the NCAA tournament, you have to have a buffer there. So everybody can bring in a negative test that qualifies for the tournament. I think that's the best way to do it. Am I living in a fantasy world? Probably. But Most I don't likely. I don't think that it's I don't think that it's to me seems like uh, uh I hate being like, well, it doesn't seem fair, but it seems ridiculous for teams that are just going to make it to be like, ah, oh, we're gonna opt out and play it safe and y'all have the tournament and we're not gonna play. First of all, I think the kids probably wanna play. Oh yeah, and and maybe you know I don't I don't know what do you think Joe? I, I'm right there in agreement with you. Obviously, the kids want to play, but there's the whole contact tracing thing, and if enough people are around people, um, I mean, I was just going to ask you. I was I was going to say a perfect buy seller hold question is: Is there going to be an NCAA tournament game basically forfeited because of COVID? I mean, that's a that's a possibility. I would, I would, uh, yeah. See, right. see, that's the thing. If you don't have the bu- buffer there, you you almost have to get there. You almost have to end the ACC tournament and get there and go however amount of time quarantined with your guys, wherever you're at, for whatever amount of time, ten days, and all produce negative tests to be able to do this. 
Now, I'm not saying that you have to, everybody has to produce a negative test the whole time through before you can start or before whatever. But I thought that's what the contact tracing did, was determine really who could be affected by this, which makes me wonder, like, what happened with Louisville? Okay, going back to the game we were just supposed to play. They said they said there was a positive test. Okay, well, I thought the ACC had contact tracing, and I thought we were mm-hmm. able to determine who it was or how many people were near that person for whatever amount of time, and then they would have to sit out. Uh, Buddy Beheim did it. We played without Buddy for how many games, Joe? Was it two, one? Yeah. I think it's all just situational. I think it's a situation where I think they took a test, then they went and they traveled, and obviously they travel together. So whether it's a plane or whether it's right, a bus, right? That's more than fifteen minutes. So if you get a positive test and someone was on that plane or train or bus, then it's going to be canceled. Yeah, I know. And I also thought that they were supposed to get when they get tested before they leave. They couldn't leave. Why would you get tested before you leave and then go and then get your results when you're already in Syracuse? Like, I mean, it's like again, Don't guys. Know. Again, common sense. I thought we were doing the rapid test anyways. And by the way, the rapid test obviously not as accurate. So anyway, any more to say about that, Joe, before we get into Clemson here? No. Nah, you don't nah, want to mention good. you don't want to mention what you mentioned to me? I think you should. About about Ooh. some of these some of these cats that uh may win the conference championship and take some of these bubble teams out. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's, again, just part of it. And I brought up that basically when you look at a lot of ranked teams and a lot of these mid-major teams that are ranked like a Gonzaga or like a Houston, um, if they if they opt out and then you get a conference championship and an automatic bid to a team that wouldn't have even sniffed even a bubble, then it's definitely going to mess up a lot of the bubble situation. Um a lot of good teams that are there on the bubble trying to win. And then that also hurts in big conferences where you kind of rely on those those ranked teams and those tournament teams in there to kind of solidify the end of your resume and try to get, you know, one 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 other gold star on your resume for the uh, for the selection show or selection committee, um, so to speak. So it would just kind of mess up a lot of things. And I think I'm kind of right there with you. I mean, but at the end of the day, when you have COVID and and this kind of stuff and safety, I don't think that the NCAA is going to punish a school if they, if they decide to opt out of the tournament. I don't think they will either, but I think that these, but I think it's going to hurt other teams opportunities for sure. I do too. And I think that given the, in a perfect world, you give these guys time to produce negative tests between the ACC tournament and the NCAA tournament. And I know I'm living in a fantasy land, and we sit here. This show is designed to be not two experts dueling stats and all this stuff. It's it's all about you know being able to have a conversation like we're sitting at a bar drinking some beers, and that's basically right. what we do. So and, and 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 that's my pedestrian thought is that this was not well thought out. If we've got to have teams opt out of this thing, to a lot of make, it is to make sure that they're going to be safe. You know, they had eight months to plan basketball. So mm-hmm. and those are my thoughts. And I, I mean, obviously, everybody knows if you've listened for any amount of time, I can't stand the NCAA as an entity anyway. And so they can probably never do anything right for me anyway. And I'm biased on that front because I I just think they're 
freaking terrible. So that's that. Um, all right. Yeah. We good will... leaders. Good leaders aren't a common thing nowadays. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we will be right back after this with the Clemson preview. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. All right, one more time. Let's hear from the good folks over at Bet Online. Look. Go there. They got hundreds of props for the Super Bowl. Will the Chiefs go back to back? Can Tom Brady claim the number seven ring? Bet Online has all the action you need for the big game, plus hundreds of prop bets to keep the whole game entertaining from beginning to end. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coach and props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over to Bet Online today. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all of the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, Bet Online. So, Joe, who you got? Who you, got? Kansas, Who you got? Kansas City. Do you really? Yeah. Okay, so I got to go with my, you know, I've got, as a Raiders fan, I there's no way you'll ever catch me rooting for Kansas City. So that's not going to happen. So I got to, Tuck Rule, you know, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Mm, I, I wouldn't okay. say I'm completely over it, 
but this will be my first time rooting for Tom Brady. And, you know, I'm ready to just solidify him as the GOAT. I mean, he goes out, he wins this game, Joe. Uh, I mean, yep. uh, dude, you got to yep. really, you got to really, really be a serious person would say that he's the GOAT. Oh, dude, that's been a conversation for years. Oh, I Who know. Bell, Bell I know. Checker Brady, Bell Checker Brady. Oh, I think this that answer's all, clear, right? We all got to see. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Bucks. Uh, I don't know what this spread is or anything yet. Is that even out? It probably is. It's got to be, right? I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you look it up? If you, a, a, good, it. a good co-host would have already looked that up while I'm, you know, doing all the production stuff over here and hitting all the buttons and all that <laughs> stuff and controlling the volume and everything, you know, you would think Kansas that, City's the three-point favorite. Okay. I'll take, I'll take the Bucks. I'll take the Bucks. Well, I mean, you already said you, you thought they were going to win, so if they're getting well, points, I mean, of course, yeah, you're I know, take but the Bucks. I, but I no, I said I want them to win. I said I'm rooting oh, for Tom okay. Brady, but I'll take the Bucks with three. So yeah, you're gonna, we'll see. Okay, all right, fair enough. All right, Joe, the Orange will travel to South Carolina to take on Clemson this Saturday at 2 p.m. It's going to be nice to see the Orange get back. I can't wait. I can't wait. I got robbed out of another game this week, which I was really looking forward to. So I can't wait for this one. The all-time series sits at 4-5 and five in favor of the Tigers. By the way, if Joe's available, we could probably do this thing live on Facebook, which would be fun. Uh, the Syracuse Orange and Clemson Tigers first met in 1960. The two teams did not play again for 46 years until they met in the quarterfinals of the 2007 NIT tournament. Clemson held a 2-0 edge over Syracuse before the Orange joined the ACC, according to orangehoops.org. Clemson is currently on a two-game win streak. Buddy and Elijah both with 22 points in the 71 to 70 loss just over a year ago. I remember that game and I remember that game sucked. <laughs> it sucked. Uh, Clemson currently sits 11 and five, five and five in the ACC. Good for seventh place in the conference. Four out of five of their losses were pretty lopsided. Actually. Um, I think there's one close one, but Clemson sits 56 in the Ken Palm rankings and 55th in the net, making this a quad two away game. Joe, especially with the unknowns coming down the stretch, as we mentioned in the last month of the regular season, the Orange have to make every game count because, as we talked, we don't know how or when if we're going to be able to make up these games. So they've got to win these games that they get to play. Uh, what can we expect traveling to Clemson? No, probably a little bit of fans, for one. Well, yeah, that's what's definitely a thing right. there in South Carolina. David, at uh, DRadzitz, on Twitter, he, I think he's going to be there. Okay. Representing. Okay. All right. Yeah. The, Amir Sims leads in points, rebounds, and assists per game. Yeah, he's the main guy. If you look at their, their stats and everything down the board, it's kind of spread out all over the place. Um, Amir Sims, Clyde Trapp, those are going to be the two names that you really you remember. And when I look at their Ken Palm stat, uh, stats, their offense – really isn't ranked that high. Um, they don't put up that many points. Uh, even in this last win against North Carolina, they were out-rebounded by 10 points, or sorry, by 10 rebounds, lost, or sorry, scored only 63 points in the win. So their main thing is defense. And Ken Palm, they're ranked 15th in defense. Uh, and they're really not that tall. I mean, they, they, no, won, they won while getting – out rebounded by UNC. So what's Amir Sims? Six ten, two forty five. What is he? No, he's six eight. Six eight, two forty five. So yeah, six eight, two forty five. Um, 
they got uh, Tyson, Hunter Tyson, 6'8", 215. He's a junior as well. Clyde Trapp, a 6'4", senior. Um, and then they have uh, Hemingway and Honor is, is the other guards that start. Uh, but they do play two other 6'3", sophomore guards, um, Hunter and Dawes. They've shot more threes than us. They've made more threes than us, albeit they've played one more game than us, and it's kind of close. But uh, that's really where it's going to be at. Uh, Amir Sims, I think, is the guy we got to worry about. But they do, even against North Carolina, Amir Sims and Tyson, they both they put up uh, eight three-point shots combined for the two forwards, uh, 21 shots overall. Um, so, And Clyde Trapp is the one that shot the most shots as far as 13. So those are going to be the main guys you're going to look at. But, again, they're not overly tall, so it's not something that we're going to be overwhelmed with. It's just something, obviously, that we got to be weary about because they can step out and shoot the three. Um, every starter shot at least two three-pointers, and two other guys off the bench shot more than two three-pointers. So, um, what, what, about, the- what about this team worries you the most? Like, I mean, I know you say they got a good defense, but, you know, they're, they're, their guys aren't, aren't – huge and and for whatever reason it doesn't really I don't no, get I don't get that scared about defenses unless it's like you got some big guys that can pose a problem because we really, right. we've really played like Virginia Tech's defense is pretty good. It's decent. Right. It's a decent decent man to man it's the t-shirt defense. It's pretty good. Right. We didn't you know, we did pretty good with it. So yeah, I I just I mean, I don't know who they're going to put on who as far as as far as Clemson goes, but um, Mark and Garrier versus Tyson and Sims is going to probably going to be what I mean, uh, barring one of the two teams set of sets of guards or trios of guards going off as far as hitting ridiculous amount of three pointers. um, I think the big matchup is going to be Tyson and Sims versus Garrier and, and Dolzhai and, and who wins down there because I think they're both going to be – both sets are going to be able to beat each other um, on both sides of the floor. But, again, I think it's just really going to be come down to whether or not Clemson's going to hit threes or fall in love with threes is that we're going to give them um, – or are we going to give him easy buckets down low? Because Amir Sims is a pretty good player, and he can score down low. So uh, he can hit the free throw shot, jump shot um, in the middle of the zone as well. So, so what? But what you scares say- me is the defense. I mean, I do think that there are some mismatches out there, but they do play very good defense. And he's, I mean, for Brunel, he plays eight deep. Against North Carolina, he had eight players that, that played over 10 minutes. So he's going to keep the guards fresh. And um, really, like I said, it's, it's the defense, and I'm afraid that they're going to they're gonna hit a bunch of threes because everybody can shoot them. So. And, and by the way, you know, Clemson started off really strong. It looked like probably a top five team in the ACC. And by the way, they're, they're seventh in the ACC now. I said, or excuse me, they're eighth now. I said they were seventh. That changed. I did that yesterday. Yeah, they're right in front of us. Um, yeah, so um, they started off as a team that looked to be a little bit more promising than they were, but because they lost three in a row, Virginia, Georgia Tech, Florida State, they kind of put them in a hole there. But they did come back, win against Louisville, and then they lost to Duke, which they got creamed by Duke. Duke just played a good game that day. And then right. um, North Carolina, they beat North Carolina. They kind of waxed them a little bit. But And and, and so they're a good team. And, and, oh, yeah. 
I mean, they've, they've had good wins, man. I mean, so, you look at the first beginning of the year, Mississippi State, Purdue, Maryland, Alabama, yeah. all wins. They start off 5-0, and and their losses. Florida I mean, they State, lost at, Florida State's at a big win. Tech, Virginia, Florida State, and then Duke. I mean, at Duke, even without the fans, it's still Duke, even though it was a 26-point. I mean, that's a bad – that's kind of bad, but at Georgia Tech was another bad one. So really, when I see it, I mean, it looks like they're – if they can hit their shots, they can beat some good teams, but they can also lose pretty badly as well. And well, I think that's really what it comes down to because they do play solid defense. But whether or not they hit their shots is really looks like what because this in team, their losses, like I said, they've gotten smoked except for against Virginia Tech. Virginia yeah, Tech, they like went, smoke, smoked, like yeah, like at 15, least, 20 at least points. by like nineteen. Yeah, was it nineteen? Okay, so eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the other thing that we didn't talk about. I touched on it briefly in the open of the show, and that is that Sadibi does get a couple extra days to get into practice mode. Mm. And we saw, we thought we were going to see him. You know, coach projected. You know, we might see him against Louisville. Joe and I talked about. You know, we're probably not going to see him start, but it'd be nice to see him come in, get some minutes, and see what he can do. Now, I mean, you get a couple extra days under your belt, Joe. And, you know, you're on that knee a little bit more and you're practicing and you're running, conditioning up and down the court maybe a little bit more than you would be, obviously, again, if we played um, Wednesday against Louisville. So right. what, do you, what do you expect out of that? You still expect to see him come off the bench? Um, obviously, I think this bodes, bodes good. You know, I wouldn't have been – I don't think it's – I think it's a push as far as the Louisville game goes. I don't think it makes a difference. But not seeing them for almost a week – and knowing that Sadibi no. might have played Wednesday and coming into this game, how do you feel about that? Well, it's I just did that whole preview assuming that Sadibi wasn't even going to play. So right. that's kind of where I'm at. I'm still right there until I see it. I'm not going to believe it. And I do think if he does play, it's going to be coming off the bench. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, him playing, coming in, uh, giving some good minutes could definitely change this game. It, it could be something that could change this could, game. It could be a game-winning Factor. If, oh, yeah. If CDB puts in some good minutes. Yes, 100%. Because that's that could be a factor to where if we could get to the point where we can have a Garrier, Doljai, Sidibe like it should have been from the beginning of the year, then um, and get some solid minutes with that, then that can change the outcome. Because, again, no team has got any type of film or any type of anything based upon Sadibi being in the zone. All the game that they're watching is just Doljai in the middle. Yeah, and, so, and obviously, you know, Sadibi hot last year, got to play four minutes, got injured. I don't expect to see that Sadibi come back. I just want to see. Nah, I just not right see, now. But, I just want to see. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm not trying to live in a fantasy land here. Like, right. you know, I would if I wanted the NCAA to back up the tournament after the conference championships. But, hey. I'm, I'm just saying that I think, you know, I think that he can come in, play, see what he's got. That's all. I, that's all I want. I just want to see where he's at. You right. Know, if he's got obvious issues getting up and down the corner, be like, okay, well, we need, he needs a few more weeks. Well, I mean, Beheim wouldn't put him in there unless he was ready to go and play some minutes. So oh, I know that. He's not going to put him in a bad spot. But I mean, but he's got to get his legs under right. him. And then he, obviously there's continuity because this team has played 15 games pretty much without him. So... He's going to have to work his way back into it. But again, no team has that kind of tape. No team. You can't go back and look last year, like, how does CB play? Because we had a completely different team. So there's no tape on what this team looks like with CDB in the center, 
100% ready to go. And again, yeah. Jim's Jim's not going to put him in there unless he's 100% ready to go, cleared by medical staff, and he's confident that he can go in there and, and make plays. It's just crazy. So, well, right, because, I mean, you know, what was it, three weeks ago it was, he can't play. He can't play. He right. can't play. Right. Enough. So, again, when if you see him go in there, then there's a full confidence, and the bottom line is it's just knocking the rust off, getting the confidence back, and getting his legs under him. That's it. He's not going to be conditioned to be able to play starter minutes and obviously, again, there's going to be rust and there's going to be the confidence issue in, in the knee the and knee, in your game com- because you haven't played, right? So sure. yeah. there's going to be all that. Yeah. And and they understand that. And that's why he's going to come off the bench, but he's going to have to come in and he's going to have to show more than what Jesse has. And he's going to have to probably play more minutes, especially against certain teams. And, and Woody, know. too. We were talking about, you know, Woody no, getting he the said next, next man up, but then yeah. that game got canceled, so I wonder what practices look like the yeah, past three I, games. I, I don't you know. know. Three days, right? It's, it's so. kind of, uh, that's kind of exciting. I mean, it's something to look forward to. Besides right. all uh, And the good thing, too, about this is, is this isn't a pressure game with, like, Louisville had some big guys, right? Oh. They had some smaller center-type guys, but yeah. they did have a little bit of length. They had small centers, very small centers. Clemson is is kind of small too, so this isn't necessarily a game that we 100% need to have Sidibe in there to go against some Abs- big boys, right? Ab- absolutely, yeah, I would agree. So it's not a bad game to have him come in and kind of get knocked the rust off, but not have to really rely on a certain amount of minutes. Yeah. So okay, well. the team's going to be different once Sidibe comes back, and you know I know everyone's been talking about Kadari and Joe and everything like that, but. Where are the minutes going to go? I mean, there's going to be a different talk about minutes here very shortly if Sidibe is actually healthy and comes back. Oh, that puts someone on the chopping block big time. It's not, yeah. I mean, someone's losing 10 minutes a game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe multiple people. You never know. It's going to be a tough balance. You you look at, you look at, you know, well, you, you play, you, well, you play who's, who's, who's hot and you play who's going to work and you play the matchups like we talked about right. last week, a multiple, uh, People mentioned too, as well, and you're going to do all that. But the options, like putting us, just putting Sadibian gives you like so many different options. Like what a difference one guy can make in a, in, in a healthy guy when he comes up when he's not coming off the bench and he starts. I mean, and what what that team can look like, and we don't know yet. It's like it's like freaking Christmas morning. We just don't even know. It's we haven't seen it. Right. So. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I obviously I can't wait. I'm sure all of you can't wait. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So yeah, it would be nice to get to a point where I mean, you do the math: five guys, forty minutes, two hundred minutes by eight. What's that? Twenty-five. I didn't hear you. I What'd mean, you say? I'm just saying you're looking at a situation where, with the guys that we have, especially if you get Sidibe back and with Kadari. You get a and lot of fresh some, legs. You can ro- if you needed to just rotate fresh legs. That's what I'm saying because we're eight yeah. deep strong with the with who we know we have if Sadiq yeah. comes back, and yep. it would be nice to just have eight players playing between twenty and thirty minutes. Yeah, you know some of the special ones playing maybe thirty, thirty-five, whatever. But having a little bit more of that going on than having to see four or five people uh, up in the plus thirty-five range. You know. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Well, we will. We will. Maybe we will plan on on doing a Facebook Live. That would be fun if we could. Uh, we would obviously throw that up for everybody. Hit us up on Twitter. I think I'll have time. I'll be home. Probably should be able to. It's okay. Well, if you think you can, Joe, we will. 
Because it hinges um, on you on your schedule. The I, the busiest man in the world. Oh, stop it! The busiest man in the world. This guy's schedule is brutal to get around, bro. It is brutal. Why are you being so just too much right now? <laughs> See, you would think me having three kids and uh, you know, you know, when the house and the dogs and the this and the that and the sp- the kids' sports and everything that I'd be like the one with the busy schedule. But actually, it's just like. Dad life, man. Just basically, I'm sitting home on Saturday, and I'm going to watch this game. So if it's going to be 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and we want to Facebook Live it, well, then by all means. That's what we'll do. It was fun last time. It It was. It could be fun again. So I mean, it will be fun again. By the way, SU women. Yeah, crushing it right now. 85-78, timestamp this. Game's over, over Wake Forest. So... Good yep. game. They move on to ten and four. I didn't seven get to, four to conference. Yeah, I didn't get to hear much of it, but I uh, did. I was watching it while Joe was talking, which is why I didn't hear anything he said. So, all right, and and he was watching it while I was talking, which is why he didn't hear anything I said. So I listen. So to you. if you, I'm I can playing. multitask. I can too. I'm playing. I listen to. I hinge on every word Joe says all the time. Yeah, right. All right. We appreciate all of you for tuning in to this episode of the Cuse Militia and. Obviously, we think bet online, and let's hope we get this game in. Let's hope we can make these makeup games. Pray, say your yeah, prayers. Thanks for the jinx, Sean. I know, my bad. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. That was the cheesiest piece ever. He waited. <laughs>